Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. So we are back. And we back, 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 and we back. Um, so let me see how I sound. Okay, I think I sound good. How do I sound? One more time. What up? Am I loud enough? Do That's I why I was checking. Fix my mic. Also, uh, tell me if you need your headphones turned up. I don't uh I don't think so. Hello, hello. Hello. Damn, no, you're out here. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. What sound? I mean, I did turn you up a lot. Let me see. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> Louder. I can't hear my snare. I can't hear my snare. <laughs> Okay, um, so we're back. I missed you. Oh, good girls. It's like, like you just living this dope ass life, and I'm just like, yeah, Cooper, what's up? Lonely, I am so lonely. I have nobody. To call my own. Um, yeah, man, I was living my motherfucking best this weekend. Can you do you see my tan? Do you, you peep my tan? Am I brown? Am I brown as fuck? Yes. Am I Bria Miles yet? <laughs> Getting there. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Shit. This weekend was so fucking lit. So what did you do this weekend? Everything I needed and more. Um, ate good as a motherfucker. Laid out like a motherfucker. Drank like a motherfucker. Bro, I text you what Thursday. I'm drunk as fuck. Like <laughs> shit. Like you couldn't have been gone that long. <laughs> no, because listen, Thursday we hit the ground running. Do you hear me? Soon as we got, soon as we touched down. Soon as we got in the room, it was bikinis on, liquor to the head. <laughs> Let's go check out this pool. We had a dope ass pool. It's one of those infinity pools. Oh, Rooftop yeah. also, my nigga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a dope ass like panoramic shot from off of the roof. I really wish I had got a sunset pic from up there, but we literally um went out to the pool, laid out for hours. Like, ended up falling asleep out there. Um, our pool guy was so fucking cute. He was he was so friendly, giving us, like, free little drinks and shit. Um, just taking care of us. Spent the majority of the day doing that. Then, uh, what did we do Thursday? Went to eat, of course, after that. And just kind of walked around and saw, like, what was going on. Saw Ocean Drive. 
um, which is like major Miami shit. shit. <laughs> like, um, saw Ocean Drive. Went to the um, I think it's called the Lincoln Mall or Lincoln Square or something, which is like big ass like outdoor like shopping center that literally just goes on for blocks and blocks and blocks. Um, did that. Um, did we do anything special on Thursday night? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we were just old ass bitches on Thursday night. We <laughs> y'all the golden girls. Yes. Y'all yes, yes, yes. We were definitely in the bed by like <laughs> 11 o'clock. Um, Friday, we did the same thing. Laid out for a couple hours. Definitely spent a little bit more time like away from the pool and um, eating good as fuck again. Uh, being tourists, um, did a little slight shopping, some more laying out, <laughs> some more drinking. Saturday was the big day, which Saturday, the universe was trying to play me. Saturday, my period came and I was like, bitch, you're <laughs> early. Why? Why are you here? Like the one time I ever would want my period to be late would be right the fuck now. And you're early. <laughs> you're right. Well, just as I thought, trash. M- motherfucking trash. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? And I wouldn't mind if I didn't have, like, fucking Rachel Dolezal ass periods, but I was just literally popping goodie powder. Like, just please don't let me have a heart attack. I'm just trying to have fun. Because <laughs> I was also still drinking, which God, I God, don't let a bitch have a stroke. <laughs> I, which I know that's, like, a terrible thing. Don't nobody come for me, okay? Like, I was just trying to live... That's it. Um, oh, you on that rock star life. <laughs> Popping that BC give you a heart attack in itself. Mixing it with alcohol, death wish. Sheesh. Um, so that was, that, was, that was Saturday. So Saturday, we went on our fucking boat ride. We took the little tour around the, um, I think it's called like the Rich and Famous Houses Tour or whatever. So basically, they take us around that island where like, D-Wade's houses and DJ Khaled's houses. The DJ Creative's Viagra. Did y'all see that yes. one? Yes. And, and our, um, the captain or the boat driver, I don't want to call him a captain because it wasn't a fucking, you know, cruise ship. But, <laughs> he um, ain't got no stripes. <laughs> he was like, yeah, so the owner of, uh, the owner of Viagra, this is the owner of Viagra's house. He's like, when he first bought it, it was small, but after he bought it, it grew. <laughs> And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, we saw that. We saw Gloria Estefan's house. Um, who else did he mention? Does Uncle Luke have a house out there? Nah. <laughs> Luke um, Skywalker ain't got and a house. That was, the, that was Biscayne Bay, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, the owner of the Heat. As a house out there too. Yes. Harrison. Um, so we did that. We went to or we got to see the the hard rock that's also out there. It's kinda like basically on the water. That's a dope ass hard rock. Like if I've ever seen a good hard rock, the one in Miami that is a dope ass hard rock. Cause basically everything in Miami is like open window plan. So mm-hmm. the hard rock is pretty much like all glass. It looks like a fucking coliseum because it's round. Mm-hmm. but it's like all glass of course so like whoever's there can like look out onto the water it was just a cool Miami is lit it's just expensive as fuck everything was expensive really 
everything was fucking expensive. Like the most basic shit, three times as much as what it is here. How was like um <clears throat> because I I used to listen to Dan Lebertar's show and Bomani when he was down there all the time. They always talked about all the dope ass cars you see. Car there was Ferraris out the ass. Just parked, just that shit is dope. chilling. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, like, damn, niggas out here got real ass money. Oh, they got money, money. They got money, money. Um, so Saturday after the boat ride, we went back to the pool. We just the pool area was just dope. Like they had nice ass cabanas, and of course, like I said, our our pool guy, he was so sweet. Like he was always attentive to us. Calling us Sleeping Beauties because our asses was always knocked the fuck out out there. <laughs> Um, went back to the pool for a couple hours. Then we got ready. We ended up going to Rockwell, which Rick Ross was gonna be there, but he changed his venue for some reason, and we didn't find out until later. But Casey got us like a VIP section. Hey, <laughs> bad bitch alert for Casey one time. Can we uh? <laughs> Like real <laughs> shit. Before that though, we went to um we went to live at the Fountain Bleu. Didn't really didn't know that the 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 live was inside of the mm-hmm. Fountain Bleu. So when we got there, I was like, oh. Um, only reason I know all that shit is just because Miami, all that shit. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I so we go. went there, and our intentions were to just get some food. So we ended up going to this um restaurant that was attached. Or inside of the Fountain Blue called um, Strip Steak or something like that. So fucking bomb. So good. I had the cocktail shrimp, which was literally just four jumbo shrimp for $25. (laughs) Um, She got a crab cake and then we split three sides. They had some bomb ass mac and cheese that we got. We got some um, Yukon gold potatoes and some broccolini. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Foxy. I had a I had a lychee martini. It was delicious, um, <laughs> and that was our pregame. We just get bougier and bougier. Listen, every, every every time every food experience is just going up from here. <laughs> um, and that was that on that and enlist that shit. What we got? So two drinks, two entrees. I get. I don't know that cocktail shrimp is considered an entree. But two drinks, two entrees, and a three side uh shareable situation, one fifty. Damn. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Um, but it was it was so worth it. Like the seafood, the seafood in Miami is just Um, how was the Clevelander? The Clevelander was really dope. We went there for brunch on Saturday. Friday. Went there for brunch on Friday. That was when we did the most like ocean drive touring. We actually went out on the beach, um, took some pictures and all that shit. But their brunch was really good. And then they they do like big ass like nighttime parties and mm-hmm. shit like that. So we kinda tried to do one on Friday night. They had like a free rooftop party going on. But of course because it's free, it was super packed and we were just like, bro, we too old to be in this <laughs> in this super packed <laughs> shit, not not being able to get out and whatever. So we literally waited in line for like ten minutes just to be like, never mind. Um, we ended up going to this cool little um mojito bar, which I just recently discovered my love for mojitos. 
I already love mint in my drinks, so fancy. <laughs> um, we went to a mojito bar at this Cuban restaurant called Havana 1957. Bomb ass Cuban food. We actually ordered from there on Uber Eats um, the night before, and when I tell you that the chicken fell off of the bone, like before I could put it in my mouth, the chicken fell off of the fucking bone. <laughs> And it was so well. The rice was good. I had the plant. Ooh. The way you just said rice sounded like you were in love with that dish. <laughs> You're like, the rice? <laughs> Yo. The rice, my nigga. Yes. What else was bomb? People were way more friendly. Than I expected. I just always expect, like, in big cities for people to just be assholes for no reason. But they right. were way more friendly. Especially in a rich-ass city like that. <clears throat> um, but we got drunk as fuck on Saturday night, of course, because it was our last night. Oh, and this is my time to roast Cody's ass. So, literally, like, there's been two or three instances where Cody's been like, you need to come visit. You need to come visit. <laughs> So when Casey said, like, hey, let's go to Miami, I was like, shit, I'm down. So I was like, oh, shit, let me let Cody know. So I let Cody know, like, a week before. <laughs> he's all gung-ho, like, well, this is what y'all can do. Like, I'm not getting back in town until Friday, but I'll be ready to turn up, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool, like, hit us up. So he had some issues with, like, his flight being delayed and pushed back because he was coming from New York. Apparently it was some storms that were moving through there. Yeah. Um. Coming from New York, so he didn't really get in, I think, until, like, close to midnight, if not after midnight. So we didn't see him that night, which was fine, because I was like, well, we can link up on Saturday. Like, that's cool. So Saturday, um, hit him up, like, hey, like, this is our plans for the day. We're going on a boat, and then we're going to do this. Like, what are you doing later on? And at that point, when we hit him up, he was like, I don't have any plans. And we're like, okay, cool. cool. Like, we'll hit you up. So then we hit him up. Um, and he's like, oh, well, I'm meeting some people at Wynwood. Like, y'all should come. And we're like, well, we're doing this, but maybe, you know, we can figure something out. Cool, cool, cool. So we get ready. Hit him up again. No response. Mm. Hours later, still no response. And I'm like, I, like I, it got to the point where I, I question mark, reacted to his last message. Like, right. Cody, where you at? <laughs> Nothing. But then I just see him posting on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook that he's like having the time of his life. I'm like, damn, nigga, like, I don't care that you out with your friends, but you can at least <laughs> let a bitch know what the fuck is going on. Like, damn, we in your city, you know, I thought we were going to see you. Like, why are you doing, why are you leaving us hanging like this? So I'm beefing. <laughs> we beefing in these streets. Shit. Don't beg me to come to Miami no more. <laughs> I ain't coming over here. <laughs> I ain't coming over here no more. No more. I ain't saying hi. <laughs> I, ain't I, ain't, doing, I ain't doing nothing. None of that shit. Anyway, so yeah, that was that. Saturday we got drunk as shit, was literally hung over on the plane, but that was to be expected. Um, 
for Sunday. And then Sunday, our fucking flight kept getting delayed. So we didn't actually leave out of, we had a layover, which I hate layovers. Yeah. We had like a two hour layover in Jacksonville. How was that? Because I've heard Jacksonville's airport is whack as fuck. Jacksonville's airport is actually really nice. Is and it, it's huge. But I'm saying, is it like efficient? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't bad. I just hate like waiting around in airports. Um so the two hour layover didn't get on the plane or didn't get in the air until about six forty five. But it I mean, obviously it wasn't that long of a flight. It was like a fifty minute, hour, ten minute flight. Got back to Nashville around eight yeah got back to nashville around eight and then didn't get to huntsville until a little after 10 so that was that i spent the whole day monday in the bed like it was such a heavy ass sleep (laughs) (laughs) there was so many times that like i don't know if you've ever taken like benadryl or any medicine that makes you super drowsy And it knocks you out for a couple of hours, but you can kind of feel it starting to wear off and you mm-hmm. think that you're going to like get up, mm-hmm. but it's not you're happening. not. <laughs> That's what kept happening to me on Monday. Like I kept trying to get up and falling back asleep. I want to say I was in the bed for real until like four o'clock. That's what was so funny because when you text me to record yesterday, I was like, man, I did not want to record yesterday. <laughs> you were ready. Like, I was like, I don't know why. I just felt, I don't know what was going on with me. I think I was dehydrated. I've been drinking and it's been hot. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't been uh, taking water breaks like I should. So, like, between, like, Friday knocked me the fuck out. Like, being out, that like, that heat. That shit kicked my fucking ass. Uh, yeah. Miami Heat was another fucking story. And I wasn't, I don't know why, but I was not expecting for it to be as humid as it was, even though it's literally right there. By all the water. By all the water. I just, just, I don't know. I just assumed that, like, this, the hot-ass sun might, like, absorb whatever moisture on land. <laughs> but it was humid. You got here trying to triangulate <laughs> weather and shit. I'm just like, no, nah, I should be good. It's not going to be humid. I'm not going to be greasy. I'm See, not we'll gonna... get a slight breeze coming in from Now, <laughs> it was breezy. It was very breezy, but it was still hot. That's what's crazy. It was still hot. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, good-ass trip. Good-ass trip. Shout out to Casey one more time. One Definitely time. needed it. Um... So yeah, my weekend was nothing as dope as that. <laughs> but uh, it was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. So Huntsville's bougie ass was celebrating by dancing in the streets. <laughs> Had a lot of vendors and bands out. So I went, showed my face, and then came back home. And then Saturday, my mom, two of my mom's friends, they came in town because they were looking to move back down here. And so they came over my mom's house, and I stayed at my mom's house till like eleven something, cause they were funny as fuck, and it was so crazy. Like being, I remember when they used to come when I was a kid and I couldn't say shit, mm. 
Like my sister was older, so she was like she was an adult, so she could be in the conversation. And right. And me, I was just like chilling on the uh, on the sideline, just laughing. But now I could actually participate. It was dope. And then they also listened to the show, so that shit's wild as fuck. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was... shout out to uh, Jackson, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's family showing up. Appreciate the listens, my G. I really don't know how this weekend is going to go. Like, yo, them niggas been partying in the fucking listens. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Like, I already, I knew I had a couple cousins that were listening, but it sounded like it might be way more than a couple. Bro, (laughs) it was 50 listens, like, the day after I checked. It was 50 listens from Jackson, Alabama. I was like, yo. (laughs) We are out of here. Shit. And I was like, I don't know about in Jackson, Alabama. I was like, <laughs> like, Kim, you know anybody? <laughs> Ooh, let me top this wine off. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know how this weekend is gonna go because I, my parents, still do not know about this shit here. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, this is about to be crazy. So, oh, if y'all just hear this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna drink on that note. Um, yo, they don't know for real. No, because I be cussing like a motherfucker on this. Yo, show. <laughs> you know what I didn't think about? You remember when you said your dad passed by your room and you were just cussing up a storm? Was it the episode that we recorded remotely? No, I was on the phone. That's what I'm saying. Oh no 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 no! Mm, it, I know for sure it wasn't that that night. He was not in the house. I was like, damn. So it's Luca Jackson. Uh, <laughs> yo, we might have to do a live fucking show at Jackson. Yo, 67 listens in the past uh, seven days. Kim's family is out here, bro. What the fuck are y'all niggas doing? <laughs> <laughs> yo, can't relate, but only like three of my cousins to listen. <clears throat> well, I think. I really don't know. This could, I mean, what are your thoughts? Let's work through it. Is it 77 people? 67 listens. Okay. So I just could, it could just be like a couple cousins listening to all the episodes. Yeah. Let me see that. (laughs) Let's look by episode. I don't, I don't know that my older cousins, like the ones that are like in their forties, I don't know that their podcasts type people i have to look on my laptop and then too like depending on where they at the internet don't be all that down there anyway <laughs> hey bro what you trying to hate on your uh, i'm not i'm just really trying to figure out See who, the way their internet set up. who and where because at my grandma's house who fuck the internet my nigga. <laughs> it ain't nothing out there no service no nothing um but i mean shout out to my fam I'm just gonna be down like as soon as I know somebody gonna try to be slick and soon yep. as somebody say some shit, I'll be like, podcast, what is that? Who? Podcast. What? Nah. <laughs> Why would I do something like that? Nah, fam, that ain't me. Come on. <laughs> come on now. You know your boy. <laughs> Man, come on now, dog. <laughs> South Alabama. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, so um, but 
We gonna see. What y'all y'all uh, favorite reunion is this weekend? It's this weekend. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. The twenty sixth through the twenty eighth in Mobile. Uh oh. Man, I wish I could go. <laughs> it's gonna be another hot ass black ass weekend. <laughs> it's okay. I could get a, get some more color in. Uh, I be real about this tan shit. Like, I don't know why people be surprised, but like in the wintertime, I don't think people realize exactly how much of my yellow undertone peeks through. So I be trying to get rid of that in the summer. I don't have a yellow undertone. I have a, uh, what is called a purple undertone. No. <laughs> no, you look, you look pretty neutral. Right now I do. I w- After dust wet, I got dark as fuck because I was out there. That shit. I mean, I don't, of course, You mine. actually probably do have a yellow undertone. I'm looking at the inside of your arms. That's a makeup artist thing. That's what we do. You do have a yellow undertone. Never would know. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm, I've gotten lighter as I've gotten older. As weird as that is. Haven't been outside as much because you used to play football. So this heat right now, I'm so fucking glad. <laughs> like I'm not young. Like I, sometimes I'd be like, man, I wish I was younger because I could be out here. I wouldn't seem like such a fucking weirdo in this generation. But then, like, I'm like this fucking climate change bullshit. <laughs> I'll be out here dying. I almost died 15 years ago when I was out here fucking playing. Gonna add extra heat to that. Fuck that. The heat just don't seem like it changed that much for me. I feel like it's gotten cooler than hotter. It's hot as fuck now. It, I felt like it was hot as fuck then. I mean, it was, but it's different. Way more consistently, too. Like I said, we've gotten so much more rain. Yeah, we got more rain, definitely now. But it is hot as motherfucker out here. And, like, it's miserable, like, heat. Cause like I sit in my truck, and I mean this shit is not getting cooler <laughs> at all. <laughs> God, why? And somebody, somebody was like, "Is this really the heat that Martin Luther King was out here marching in a three piece suit?" Like, nah, nah, fam, it's it's got to be different. Couldn't be. Now I do remember that uh that family reunion when I was like twelve in Rogan Fork, Mississippi, in the Delta. Um. And I literally, I I literally asked my mom, I was like, how did our ancestors literally used to be out in the same fucking heat, picking motherfucking cotton? They had no choice. I know, I'm not one of the people who be like, no, fuck that shit. I'm like, no, bro, it's hot as fuck out here. Fuck you, Massa. Listen, I always say God knew what he was doing when he placed me in this era today. Right. Because I couldn't fucking do it. Nah. Not in all them clothes either. Fuck that. No, niggas was wearing clothes, clothes in the heat, real ass cotton, like burlap (laughs) pants and shit too, like non breathable. (laughs) Mm -mm. Nah, this is not synthetic materials. (laughs) This shit was one hundred (laughs) percent. This is not fashion nova slave wear. This is real deal. This is some professional (laughs) shit. It's not something they made. This is some professional like, and this this is in different areas. What the this ain't no homemade. <laughs> it's like, you just out there, like, what the fuck is Master fucking doing? Ooh, man. Bro, sometimes you gotta laugh about this shit. Cause this shit is crazy. Like, man, whole world losing their fucking mind. 
and shit. But hey, we're going to keep moving. This just is really sad. I can't be in like thought wear while I'm in Alabama because there's just too many people that I know. Like in Miami, it was hot, but I was able to be naked. Here, it's just like, well. <laughs> Judgy motherfuckers. Might run into some old church people. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kim out there look like a thought. <laughs> Kim had her titties out. <laughs> and you liked it, so. <laughs> Why you hating, my nigga? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, how did it feel to get your hot girl summer off? Like, I just... Just unleashed. Just felt like I unfurled my dick. I was just like, here I what? am. What the fuck? Here I am, world. This is me. Let, let the dick hang. <laughs> here I am, world. This is me. I wanted the sun to touch all the parts. And it did. And I am happy about it. <laughs> I wish I had to take off the sunshine fucking thing. <laughs> I have got a girl whose pussy is so good. <laughs> You threw it up into the air. It turned into sunshine. Yeah, that's how I felt. It felt great. Wish I could live my life like that every weekend. <laughs> out here thought. But you know, <laughs> bitch need a job. Because broke. <laughs> broke. Broker than a joke. Broke. 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 Far broke. We ain't got it. Broke. 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 I got gas today, and that might just be <laughs> all I got. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> it is what it is, cuz. My bills will be a little bit behind, but by the time I get money, I'm just going to pay them late fees. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a mixed bag of, like, bougie-ness. Like, right. A bougie-ass right. podcast. Like, yeah, I was out here eating scripts was in shit. Miami, like, living it up, and then now I'm broke, and I can't pay my cell phone bill, so... <laughs> Put gas in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Why your voice has to take balance? <laughs> balance. This shit got dark quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we gonna talk about this week? We ain't even we ain't even putting that shit together. Okay, so Beyonce released uh, a companion uh, album to the Lion King soundtrack called The Gift, and uh, Queen B showed her ass, of course, and invited a lot of uh, artists from uh, Nigeria and other parts of the diaspora to be part of it. And that shit is lit as fuck. Very dope. I like the the new wave thing of... Uh, People throughout the diaspora, and by that diaspora, I mean uh, the descendants of Africans who are spread throughout the world through many different reasons. Of the course. diaspora, the the one and only. <laughs> the trail is one. <clears throat> um, but yeah, they are. A lot of people are collaborating with people from all around the world. We saw that last year with the Black Panther album that Kendrick made for the movie. Uh, he had a lot of people from South Africa on his. Um, then Goldlink, which I love Goldlink's album, Diaspora. Oh. Yeah, you got to listen to that. That shit's dope as fuck. He's got a lot of uh, 
a lot of African artists on his album. And then he also has some Caribbean vibes on it too. I just I just really appreciate like I really appreciate Beyonce like putting her all into spotlighting black culture and mm-hmm. like parts of black culture that are not necessarily slept on but just don't get as much shine as some other parts like the way she did homecoming and was shining a light on, you know, the band members and the dancers and HBCU culture. HBCU culture and now this. Like I just feel like I feel like by having an artist as big as Beyonce do it also and then having a come uh an up and coming artist like Golink and then having Kendrick do it, that's showing that we can work throughout our bullshit because we all are children of Mother Africa. Right. Um, even not just black people. Everybody is a child of Africa. But I digress. We'll go to the most recent uh, <laughs> descendants of Africa. Some of y'all would be too mad about that and you yes. can't accept it. So we'll but just leave it at that. The out of Africa theory is not a theory. It's the truth. Hey. It's real life. But hey, nah, I started to get real hotel on to be like. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> See. When y'all were out here uh, dwelling in caves, we were building civilizations. Uh, but uh, that's another story. Do you understand or do you overstand? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's dope because like we've talked about this on on uh, here different times about the schisms and the conflicts and uh, members of diaspora people continental africans uh caribbean people and uh african american slash black americans um also another shameless plug um the let me tell you something podcast which is also from huntsville they did a episode talking about that topic as well and did like an hour and a half and it was very dope but i'm glad that we're starting to try to understand each other and not just be on Twitter talking about, well, American blacks are this and, you know, those fake contrived arguments. Like, if I see one more HBCU versus uh, PWI argument on Twitter, somebody gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm over it. I'm over that. Um, Did you see, apparently there was somebody that made a light-skinned girls remix to Beyonce's brown-skinned girls? I was like, damn, y'all can't never let shit live. Like, it ain't even been a week. And she shouted out dark-skinned fucking people. And Beyonce <laughs> is the queen of the light skin. She is a light-skinned <laughs> woman. Yes. Like, is that not enough for y'all? <laughs> it's People always going to have... It's, it's like what we talked about last week with the clout shit. Yeah. And then also, like, it's so many internalized shit from... Uh, colorism that it comes out even when Beyonce wasn't trying to start no uh, colorist war and she never has she honestly never has no. honestly it's she goes, other other people's colorism issues that have have affected her more than her yeah. like she's never been the one to only fuck with light-skinned people or like None of her dancers are just light skin, or none of the women that sing background for her are just light skin. Like, she's always been inclusive of every type of woman, every type of brown woman. 
this might sound weird, but she's very uh, aware of the idea of white skin privilege. <clears throat> and she tries to combat that in her art and tries to highlight women of different shades. Same as with Rihanna. Right. Like, they go out of their way to put black women on and stand for black women. So, if you ain't with that, then you ain't with the movement of the people that's running the the Navy or the Hive, so fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't under Like, what, what kind of hate do you have for Beyonce for you to be upset that she literally made a song for brown skin women and and honestly like it's not even like saying brown skin is exclusive of light-skinned brown women but that's the other part of the argument that was stupid that i avoided on twitter where people were saying what what kind of brown skin was she talking about like you niggas you niggers I have recently caught myself doing that. Like when I see like a cooted ass fucking motherfucker, I'll be like, this goddamn. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck y'all. Y'all always reaching for some shit that just don't even exist. Like, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Like, let's sit back and enjoy fucking life. It costs zero dollars. Yes. It costs nothing <laughs> for you to sit down and eat your fucking food. That's it. But <laughs> the album, though, the album, though, the album. The album was amazing. Um, the That track with Tierra Whack is dope as fuck. And I saw people trying to cover Tierra Whack, and she was like, bitch, Beyonce chose me. <laughs> the one with Kendrick was fucking dope. Mood Forever. Bro. With she shit on that. That's what y'all should be mad about. But y'all, that's some shit that y'all want to relate to because it's some shit that y'all gonna be like lip syncing to yep. and acting like you that bitch. But that's what y'all should be mad about because she shit on everybody. Let, let me pull up fucking lyrics. She shit on everybody in first, that song. I listened to that bright and early in the morning. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you listen to that when you wake up, you will literally have a bad bitch day. Yeah, like, I, I definitely felt like a bad bitch the rest of the day. I was like, oh yeah. Queen beat and put it in the universe. She said, I drink pina colada, you say Ramada. <laughs> <laughs> Bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. <laughs> and can we also talk about Blue Ivy being on Brown Skin Girls? Like yeah. making her little her exit yep. vocals. Blue Ivy gonna be out here singing just like B. With the swagger. Of we, and we saw that in Homecoming. Yeah. Man, it's hey. I stand. I was say, am I turning you into a Beyonce stand or were you a stand before? I was always a Beyonce stand. Okay, turn up then, turn up. Like, yeah, I was always Beyonce stand. My sister is an OG Beyonce stand. Mm. Like, she kind of fallen off the hob now. She did got saved. <laughs> but she an OG Beyonce fan. And then, of course, I've been a Jay Z fan since I was a kid. So when they fucks with each other, I was like, yeah, I'm standing both these niggas. Yeah, because your sister and Beyonce are like right about the same age, aren't they? Yeah, I think Beyonce's a year older than mine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, since high school, she's been listening to Destiny's Child, and so Beyonce is just the fucking greatest. Yeah, but I'm a I'm the a, goat. Um, I gotta pull it up because she got into her hotel bag, and that shit was dope as fuck. 
She said, I am Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. I am the Nala, sister of Naruba. Oh, son, Queen Sheba. I am the mother. Like, all right, get off with these hotel o-son, bars. Oh, son was who she um, was dressed like for, uh, was it the, the Grammys? Grammys? Yeah. With the gold when she was pregnant yeah. still. Uh, the African goddess of beauty, <laughs> love, prosperity, order, and fertility. And then Queen Sheba, of course, if... uh. If y'all have read y'all Bibles, Queen Sheba uh, was a black woman in the Bible, mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, King Solomon fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. Come through with the whole temperature. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am the mother, Anka on my gold chain, ice on my whole chain. I be like soul food. I am a whole boot. Bars. Bruh. But yeah, I man, I like that shit, bro. Like, and if you ain't with trying to get people to come together on some shit, just shut the fuck up. No, like, why y'all gotta be so divisive all the time? But I am glad <laughs> that uh, a lot of these Afrobeat artists and a lot of these uh, Najaya, I think it's how you say it, but Nigerian uh, music. So you got like Wizkid and. Uh, Burner Boy, who also just won a, a BT award. That's another thing too that's so dope is she really be fucking with the the people who actually are a part of these other cultures, like Nigeria and, and um who were the group so when she did Run the World, the Run the World video, she collaborated with they're from South Africa, I think. Yes, they were called Toga Toga. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that she is like considerate enough. She doesn't. She doesn't blindly uh, appropriate. <clears throat> she She's gives consider- credit. considerate enough to reach out to people who are actively a part of these cultures, so that she can do her extensive research and do things properly, and then she includes them in it. Like they were in the fucking video with right. her. Like. <laughs> Like come through my nigga. Right. <laughs> um, this is my favorite song. I'm gonna have to edit this out, but Yeah, all this shit was a fucking vibe. We were listening to some of it um on our boat ride and I was like, ugh. Just relaxing, listening to all these Afro beats with these white people driving a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from Africa? <laughs> <laughs> is this your culture? <laughs> That's so cool. I like the way you do your Actually, hair. Yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, yes. <laughs> um, this is from Golink's album. Uh, even though it has Tyler the Creator on it, he also. But yeah, I, I fuck with it. Like, I love that. Like Afrobeat music is so versatile. Like it can be, it could be slow jams. It could be dance hall. It could be like techno almost. It could yeah. be hip hop. It could be, it could be incorporated in so many different ways. I went through a phase also where I was listening to a lot of African trap. Really? That no, shit is I, That shit fun. is lit. Where, there, I was watching some. I think it was Viceland. Yeah, they had, I think it was Nigeria. Where they were doing, yeah, they were doing like a show on trap music in Africa. Yeah. Like, that shit is worldwide. Yeah. And then, even if you go back farther with like the Fela stuff in the 70s, because when I was in uh, Louisville, uh, me and my brother were just comparing music that we have been listening to. And 
of course, I went through a really big failure phase. I think I said that on the This Is America episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I was, like, playing some of that, like, zombie, of course, and, like, it's dope. And I'm glad that uh, we're sharing that now with each other. Because so many people also try to do, well, y'all took uh, rap and stuff from us. Like, man, we the same fam. Like, we cousins. Yeah, like, let it live. Let us live. <laughs> like, bro. Let us cohabitate. Right. Please. Like, they, the man wants us <laughs> not to work together. <laughs> Don't you see this is what they're trying to do to us? <laughs> Yo, I found a journal. Oh, you found a journal? Yeah. yeah. The journal I found when wasn't hitting on nothing. It was literally just talking about me getting my period and being mad about it, which is still what I do to this day. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, my, my journal is just about me not getting girls <laughs> and being mad about it. <laughs> Same shit. Wait, I gotta find this. Hold up. Why life ain't changed for us? <laughs> <coughs> Nigga, we done took down this whole bottle of wine, though. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, um, it's not technically a journal, but I found my composition book when I was uh, 20. Oh, let me read it. Let me read it. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad shit. Okay. Oh, shit. It reads, <laughs> The only thing constant in my life is bad luck. <laughs> Murphy's Law says, Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Apparently, Mr. Murphy wrote this based upon my life. That's a dramatic ass. Okay, <laughs> so melodramatic. I feel like I am a relationship type individual. I often find myself... On the cusp of finding someone special, only to realize I was mistaken. They had, <laughs> they had thing. Oh, the bad thing. Sorry. The bad thing about it is I seem to be a likable person. I'm pretty popular, <laughs> and I make friends easily. Come on, come on, brag. That's not even a humble brag. I was gonna say humble brag. <laughs> I literally thought I would be the only person to ever read this in my defense. <laughs> oh, shit. This nigga said I'm pretty popular. Okay. I'm kind then. of a big deal. Bad bitch alert. Hey. Um, I'm pretty popular and I make friends easily. We have switched over to a new pen. Uh, we went from blue ink to black ink right here. Um, part of this is because I, I tell the truth. Okay, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I believe women, for a large part, like to hear what they want to hear from potential love interests. I don't do that too well. Of course, I unfortunately find myself to be a great, quote unquote, friend to girls. <laughs> which, no, which, no, something wrong. I think no one oh, wants Oh, no something. heterosexual male wants to be a friend <laughs> <laughs> wants to be a friend of mine once said that a woman 
wait, wants to be. Okay, 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 okay. I unfortunately find myself to be a great friend to girls, which no heterosexual male wants to be. A friend of mine once said that a woman knows if she wants you the first time she meets you. That might have been you. No, this one. <laughs> <laughs> I do be dropping gems out here. <laughs> the first time a girl meets me, they usually, turns page, say... OMG, I love you, which means you're fun to be around, but I wouldn't fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have said that a lot of times in my life. Um, That adds a lot of pressure to make a great first impression. If you must know, the most annoying thing about the friend zone is girls usually don't understand the predicament they put you in. If you like someone... Spending time with them pulls you. I don't know where that Spending time with them. I was drunk them, when I wrote that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It looks like pads, but I can't tell. Spending time with them. Let me see. Leads. Leads. Okay. <laughs> Spending time with them leads you to fall for them. I honestly can't expect a woman to understand. Within reason, a girl can get any man they want. Not true. <laughs> I was 20. I was an idiot. <laughs> you were. It's fine. It's cute. Uh, a man's life could never be that simple. As I write, I am terribly annoyed about my relationship with a girl. I am confused because she seems to call for me. She seems to care for me a great deal. We always have fun together. I seem to make her smile on bad days. And every time I don't see her, my days seem horrible. Oh. <laughs> I want a nigga to feel like this about me. I probably wrote that about no, this way. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I have felt for girls in my life, but she is different. In classy college classes, my <laughs> I was so fucking dramatic. College classes, mind you, we write notes and draw pictures of monsters and other things. Yes, I know that is incredibly goofy and cheesy, but that is incredibly attractive to me. I'm a nerd, and if you are an attractive girl who is also a nerd, it's the best thing ever. Oh, this is about me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I first me. First met. Met. Okay. I first, oh, you said her name. I first met her my sophomore year of college. I had recently transferred back home and I didn't know anyone. It was 2008 and the electron or election of President Obama was going on. I joined the Young Democrats at my college and went to meetings. For homecoming, our club was building a float for the parade. I decided to volunteer because I honestly had nothing better to do. While building the float, I met her. She was cute. She had big, big round eyes. You have always said you love those. She yep. had big round eyes and was dressed well, considering we were doing work in 80 degree weather. We started talking and she was pretty cool. She was amazingly goofy and intelligent. She seemed to be a something a month real healer. 
Leader. Leader. Yeah, because I couldn't tell what that was earlier. And I was like, what the fuck is that? She seemed to be a leader amongst the rest of us. But at the time, she wasn't arrogant. And she she seemed to be pretty nonchalant. I asked if we could hang out. And we exchanged numbers. I thought she was cool. I wasn't sprung or anything. I just thought she was a cool person to hang with. We continued to do election stuff. And we spent a lot of time together. We keep trying to make plans, but timing was horrible. I asked her one day for a date, and she said she was talking to someone. That couldn't, that didn't bother me, and I moved on. As you can tell, the story doesn't end anywhere close to this. Um, over the next three semesters, I have at least six classes with her. Damn. Most days we talk and have fun, and I slowly feel myself falling for her. She often flirts and compliments me, and I do the same. We study together and text a lot, but around this time, I want us to become more than friends. This becomes a problem. Turns page. Because I have broken man law. Oh. I don't know what the fuck that was talking about. Me neither, my nigga. I was like, (laughs) damn, this shit got real. Should have put a footnote on that one. Uh, Annotation? (laughs) I have become so attached that the heartbreak would kill me. Since this, I have experienced a plethora of human emotion. The bad things when I feel depressed about not being with her, she... Wait, is is this a sentence? Is this a whole sentence? The bad thing is... Ha. (laughs) Missed a letter. Sorry. The bad thing is when I feel depressed about not being with her... She comes over and tries to cheer me up. She is easily mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the most amazing people I have ever met. I know one day soon I will have to to bite my lip and find out the inevitable. As you might be able to tell, I am undiagnosed manic depressed. All right, that's enough. <laughs> get a little tits huh no nigga that's just good shit oh and it's not over it's like a book God, oh no. you sat here and wrote you was here for hours my nigga i was going through a lot man oh it's weird i have diary entries that look just like that but it, it's weird to see where you were yeah it's like we talked about this before but like thinking back it's very weird to see how like little things were literally like world crushing for you. Yes. Like, and now you look back and it's just like, oh, a bitch didn't like me back. Like what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why am I falling deeper in love with somebody who doesn't like me? Yeah. Man, I do that all the time. Man, I wonder how that's going to play out. It's no. not me anymore. No, 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 no. I think it's great. I do remember how I felt about. I wish I actually kept my diaries. I threw all mine away. I, I found that one when I was getting stuff from my mom's house. Mm-hmm. But um, I do remember how I felt about her. That's the one. <laughs> remember when I was saying uh, the episode where we were talking about Drake's 10-year anniversary? Yeah. I was like, you're in love with Amanda Wall- Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. The one I met at a Yeah. Oh. That's who I was talking about. But yeah, I, I, that's another weird thing. Kind of always had bad luck with A-names. So I, I tend to stay away from A names. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from A's. I'm going to have to cut out. She definitely listens to this shit. Does she? Yes. Is that the one you showed me? Mm-hmm. 
I remember she's cute. Well, yeah, she's very cute, but yeah. Hmm. I feel exposed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, you literally just read my thoughts as a 20-year-old. I mean, that's what this show is for. It's a little bit of exposure. It's it's weird because like reading it, like when you were reading it, I was like, it's so much shit that I don't agree with anymore. Isn't it weird, though, hearing something that you wrote? Coming yes. from someone else. Yes. And it makes me sound like even more of a sociopath. Be like, oh, I sound like an incel. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if a certain someone uh, heard themselves last week. I've also wondered that also. Because nothing. Definitely heard it then. Good. Okay. Anyway, moving right <laughs> along. Um, I see that you have a little tiny footnote with Madison Ryan Ward's name over here. Yeah, I, I actually listened to her EP and it was actually very good. Don't she have a good ass voice? It's so like. She's a good songwriter too. Velvety. And I think I relate to her voice because it's, she has a deeper register. And I always I like Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Indy Ari, um, Who else can get low in their registers as women? Sometimes Beyonce be out here getting low. Yeah, she um, can get low. Um, Jill Scott. Anybody that can reach a lower register, I'm always like, yes. Aretha could get. Aretha covered Pavarotti yes. once. She took the place for Pavarotti. <clears throat> if you can go that deep. I just think it's such a, I don't know, it, it's kind of sexy to me when a woman can sing in a lower register. It is. Definitely. I don't know why. It's just like. Because I think it's because it's different and maybe unexpected, but also just I don't know. Because I I sing like I can sing tenor if I wanted to, right. <laughs> which I know that's not hard to believe listening to me speak. But Madison Ryan Ward, if y'all don't know about Madison Ryan Ward, check her out on YouTube. She got an EP on iTunes. There we on the street team. <laughs> she is. I love her voice. Like she has like the perfect amount of like rasp but then she can also reach like the falsetto high notes and like her runs and just uh, she gets it <laughs> she gets it <laughs> um I covered 20 year old me was a weirdo I've gotten that off there so oh I want to talk about too like I posted today um <laughs> pours wine I don't like that <laughs> would you like the last uh glass yes sir? please madam but I posted today um friends ought to be supporting friends I feel like and and your brother commented and he was just like, nah, if it's not something that, you know, I agree with or I see that they can, you know, do well in or whatever, I'm not going to support. And I'm like, I understand that sometimes your friends might be out here doing some weak ass shit, but, <laughs> but the fact that they're just trying to do something for themselves, I feel like that should be supported. Um, but I was bringing that up because there's a friend that I have that I've noticed that doesn't like any of my shit, but peeps all of my stories. So it's like, I know that if I posted some shit on my actual Instagram feed, that it will pop up on your feed probably 
first, if not close to first. But you don't never like none of my shit. But I always see our other friend's shit, and your name is always in their likes. So it's starting to feel deliberate. And why? I kind of take that personally. I just feel like if I ever see like some some of my friends that are launching new shit, whether I have the money to support or whatever else, at least I could do is like it. Yeah, or retweet it. Or retweet. Like it takes nothing. It takes no time. It takes no money, no effort at all to at least just be in them likes. So when I notice that I have friends that aren't in likes of certain shit that I'm doing, I'm just like, that's the shit that I notice. I I don't know. I kind of feel weird because. And that could be another like, is social media affecting us in this way type thing? Because it probably is. But at the same time, this is just how we operate now. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I like with this. I guess I don't really take offense if somebody doesn't listen. Not to say that you're taking offense, but I guess, like, I assume that we're probably rubbing a couple of people the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it took a while for us to get our shit together. So, I mean, I understand some people are going to be lost in the fray, but I am always amazed by people that do listen because that shit is wild as fuck. I mean, but there's plenty of like things that my friends have started up that I've just been like, oh no. <laughs> but I still, I I still like it and at least let them know that I'm like there to support them in their efforts. The cool thing, I guess, with me is like, say for instance, if any of my friends have done music or something. They don't ask me unless that shit is dope. Because I'm going to tell them the truth. Like, ah, you can do this, this, and this different. So you get a lot of um, critique type yeah, like questions. Even, like, hey, I need you to check yeah, this out. Yeah, tell me how you really feel. Like, they'll ask me because they'll re- like respect my ear or something on something. Mm-hmm. I had a friend ask me some stuff like that recently, too. Put me on. I'll help him. <laughs> uh, it's my friend. Actually, the one I was telling you about who was laughing at um, one of our clips. She has a page. She has a business page for like investing in like stock monitoring and all that. And she was just asking me about the layout of her um, of her page and if, you know, things were eye catching and if it looked balanced and where the colors, you know, look basically some art shit. So I, I met her. In my sculpture class, if y'all don't know, I had a concentration in sculpture in college. I met her in my my intro to sculpture class and like became super besties with her. Um, she was literally one of two only black people in the class. Because <laughs> if y'all didn't know, Auburn is a PWI and especially the Auburn art department, there's literally like six out of 50 art kids that are black so we were like one of the only ones gang gang (laughs) um so she was like you know you're my artist friend like i know you have a good eye blah 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 so she was asking me for feedback on that and that's always cool like when people can trust your judgment to like help them out i think that's cool but um her page i'm gonna just go ahead and plug her her page is pips over money that's a dope ass name yeah it is she's a dope ass chick honestly um Speaking of which, I asked my mom, like, my mom is, uh, she was grading some of uh, the presentations of her FBLA kids, 
And uh, I asked her to uh, tell me what she thought of our website. And uh, she went through it like a fucking teacher for real. Red marks and circles <laughs> and shit. She was like, eye catching for one. All right. It's, I like this. I like this. Uh, why is host uh, capitalized? That should be lowercase. Um, HBCU. Why does it not say HBCU with an S and a period? I was like, I tried to. They keep changing. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then she uh, she looked at, because uh, she don't ever look at none of the shit. So she looked at the plug-in and the website, uh, the suburbanpodcast.com. Uh, um, she looked at the plug-in of the site and had the, uh, the names of the last recent episode. She was like, C-L-O-U-T. <laughs> What is like, is that clout? And then like she said the old definition of it. I'm weak. I'm weak. <laughs> and then she was like, what's what is what's clout? And I was like, it's like you're trying to get attention for something, uh, social media attention. She's like, oh, I thought clout. Like I can't remember what the old ass definition was. But she said, I was like, yeah, that's, that's an old school one. And she was like, black men don't cheat. <laughs> what is that about? And I was like, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that goes on social media. And then she looked at another one, wings and fries. <laughs> and then I was thinking, this shit does look crazy outside of context. <laughs> like, our names do look fucking weird as fuck outside of names. No, I mean, they look like episode titles. Maybe it's only because I know that they're episode titles, but how else would you? Uh, no, she's just in a different <laughs> generation. Different. She don't get it. She don't get it. Parents just don't understand. It's one of those things. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite songs of all time. Is it? I remember one year my mom took me school shopping. It was me, my brother, my mom, and my pops, and my little sister all hopped in the car. We went downtown to the gallery mall. Shit, what is it? I I know the whole song, but yeah, every time around like school, like school's about to start, I always play that song nonstop. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, so my mom thinks that I'm weird, but she she's really proud that I'm doing this, even though she says she hasn't listened. I'm sure she hasn't because she can't handle the cursing. Yeah, that's why I haven't told my parents. You gotta tell them. I have not told my parents. Like, I feel like it's gonna be one of those situations where something big happens for us. Like, so hey, mom and dad. Um, I gotta fly to. <laughs> we're somebody is honoring us at this like <laughs> dinner or whatever. <laughs> you know, a little something. <laughs> like, it's gonna be one of those situations. How long have you had a podcast? Like five years. <laughs> 48 weeks but uh yeah I can't I can't I just can't like because of the conversation that I had with my mom the other week about like how my dad was heartbroken that I was cussing I just can't I'm just like wait till you're ready we can so uh it's been a lot of Eddie Murphy news lately uh for one this is kind of not Eddie Murphy news but his uh, ex-wife apparently Nikki is Murphy. <laughs> Nicole Murphy is out here uh, fucking with Antoine Fuqua, and didn't she get cheated on or something? Layla Rashad did. Oh wait, what? 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 
Layla Rashad is married to Antoine Fuqua, the director. So she was the mistress. Yeah, and she said, we're just friends. That was a friendly kiss. No, we all grown. We know what that kiss was. Damn. Yeah. So that just hit. And then also, Eddie Murphy, for one, is going to sign. He's supposed to be doing stand-up again. They say he might make $70 million off Netflix to come back. As he should. Because that motherfucker... If that if there is anybody that does good stand up, Eddie Murphy is like top two. <laughs> I I'll put him in my top three. Um, of course I got Pryor and Carlin, and I got Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna say Pryor, Chappelle, and Murphy. My top five is Pryor, Carlin, Eddie Murphy. Chappelle, Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock is a good one. And then my six will probably be Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's stand-up wise. Yeah. Oh, man. It's up there. Do I have five? I don't know if I have five. If you had to choose, who are your go-tos? Because I can listen to any of those people. I honestly enjoy Cat Williams' stand-ups. Cat Williams is top ten stand-up. Um... Pryor is number one for me, period. Murphy, Chappelle, uh, Chris Rock. I love that I'm naming all black men. <laughs> I really want to throw a woman in there, but it's so hard. Like, Ellen is good. Um... Monique was up there. I was going to say Monique, and then I was also going to say... Cheryl Underwood is also one of my top favorites. uh, Black women comedians. Lunell. I love Lunell. Yeah. Um, You can even go old school and go with uh, Moms Mabley, who is an OG legend. You can go with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Or have you have you ever done her her stand up is kind of more like dry. No, it's like more like character driven. Like she has different characters. No. That I don't know if I pay attention to Whoopi as a stand up comedian. And then white female comedians, you got uh Lily Tomlin, who's a legend. You got uh Sarah Silverman. Yeah. You got uh Amy Schumer. Mm. Who, <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> uh, Who else is a white female comedian right now? Kathy Griffin. It's that's it's not my vibe, but I understand. Kathy Joan, Griffin is too aggressive for me. Joan Rivers also is a, a <clears throat> legend. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Um, I like Margaret Cho. God, I don't like Margaret Cho. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, why it's so hard for me to think about female comedians? Um, since we're done, I, I know I'm going to think of a ton. Ellen's probably going to be my number one, honestly. I can understand that. Observational humor is on point. 
Um, I feel like it's somebody big that we're missing. I can't think of who's like it's somebody huge that we're missing. But anyway. Melissa McCarthy, does she do stand up or does she just do movies? I think she has done stand up, but she's mostly a comedic actress. <laughs> if we were going to comedic actress, we could go all day. You got Kristen Wiig, you got uh Kristen Wiig is a very funny What's her name? She's on SNL now. She does like everybody. Blonde hair. She's gorgeous, but what's her name? Kate McKinnon. You don't know who Kate McGinnis? I'm gonna have to Google She did that. Hillary on SNL. I'm going to have to Google her face. I'm sure I'll know her face. She was in Ghostbusters. She was also, uh, she does like literally everybody on SNL. Um, Tina Fey, of course. Tina Fey for sure. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Uh, some people were also saying that he shouldn't get $70 million because somebody was like, Somebody I respect too. Oh, George. Oh, yeah. George Johnson was like, we can never bring up. Uh, I think he said something like, uh, we should bring up Monique or something. And I was like, mm. like, Eddie Murphy's top. Can we stop three. like piggybacking like every her bullshit off of <laughs> Monique? Like I'm tired. Okay, like and it didn't it was, happen, and we're moving on. And then. This is from a no sexist point of view. Eddie Murphy is 10, 20, 30 times funnier than Monique. Legend. Certified. Without a doubt. Like, there's no. People have literally been waiting 30 years for his next stand up. Of course, he's going to make the most money out of it. But anyway, so, um, and he's also got uh, a, do- a Dolomite biopic coming where he plays Dolomite, which can be dope as fuck, too. Because seeing some of the people that's in that, it's going to be amazing. But he was also in Comedians in Cars to Get Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And that episode was crazy. It was funny. He kind of had a slow build, if you notice. And then by the end, you're just dying. I was dying laughing. It's funny watching comedians together. Yeah, because they rip off each other. And then they just keep amping each other up. And it's just... <laughs> and it gets crazy. Snowballs into some weird <laughs> shit, but it's hilarious. Speaking of which, uh, Eddie Murphy started talking about when he met Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I met Sammy Davis Jr. And then Jerry Seinfeld was like, How was that? He was like, You know what? I realized that the whole Sammy thing, that was like cocaine. It was like, Hey, man. <laughs> like the jaw, like, <laughs> the way he would get excited and just hug people. And then the funniest transition ever, because I love comedian transitions, is when he was like, Yes, yeah, Sammy once told me he worshiped the devil. <laughs> that shit was cr- When he was doing the Sammy face and the, the Sammy Coke face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it was Coke? Yes. I do too. I never would have thought of it until he said it, but I was like, yes, he's making the Bobby Brown jaw. Oh. Yeah. Damn. And I see What is it with that? Does Coke do that to people? Yeah. I see I've been around Coke heads before <laughs> and they definitely do that. <laughs> mm, yeah. Wow. I'm sure you've seen it too. 
I have, and I always wondered what the fuck it was. There was a there's a girl that I used to work with that is always doing like weird shit with her mouth. <laughs> yeah, and I'm always like, is this bitch on meth? Like what? Is, like is she's coke? always just like, is that coke? I'm like, yeah. What is it? That cocaine. I mean, I know people who do coke, but I don't know people who do coke enough to have like an, <laughs> a, a tick that goes with it. <laughs> yeah, that Bobby Brown jaw. That's crazy. But uh, so. Uh, Eddie Murphy was like, "Yes." Yeah. Sammy was like, "You know, Satan is just as powerful as uh, God." It was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> and then until that, I was like, the first time I watched that, I had to pause it because I was dying laughing the way he just transitioned and started bringing up Sammy Davis Jr. being a Satanist. I paused it. And I laughed for five minutes straight. And then I tried to watch it again, and I couldn't, and I almost peed myself, and I haven't done that shit since I was a kid. <laughs> I laughed till I almost peed. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I tried to video it and put it on Twitter, but I kept dying laughing each time I watched it. So it took me like 10 times to watch it. It just, I always forget that Sammy Davis Jr. definitely hung out with people that worship the devil. <laughs> And shit. Did you ever know that? No, but I always used to think that he was definitely an, uh, a scary looking, interesting motherfucker. It's the, I mean, he lost the eye too. That's the whole thing too. That too, but still, his fist, yeah, his whole bone structure is just very like. I didn't know this, but. Skeletal. That's probably the coke as well, though. Yeah. I didn't know this, but apparently his um, mom was Cuban. Yeah, I knew that. But he uh, said that she was like Dominican or something when growing up because that was during the C- Cuban crisis. Dominican and shit. War. What, like, was there not like a? F- it was weird, the Cuban like it, it was the Cuban uh, not war like not an actual war, but just like was there not a a weird like thing between Cubans and Dominicans for a while? Oh yeah, it still is. But that's what I thought. But Cuba also were labeled communists in the fifties, and if you were labeled a communist, you couldn't work in Hollywood for real. Mm. So he just said that they weren't Cuban. But uh, so um, yeah. So Sammy Davis Jr. was a very interesting fellow. I think we've talked about him before, but we never talked about the whole. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. used to hang out with Anton LaVey, who was over the Church of Satan. <laughs> yeah, it's pictures of him, and I'm definitely going to put that as the promo. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is the Church of Satan? Uh, Church of Satan is not to be confused with the Satanic Temple, which is a little different. Oh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, Chile. Too much. Um. Basically, they're not, I mean, they kind of worship the devil, but they really don't believe in it. They're, well, the Satanic Temple doesn't really believe in that. They kind of just are atheists, but they just want to troll Christians. Hmm. So they're like, yeah, we're we're, just gonna we're the Satanic Satan. Temple. <laughs> and you'll see them a lot protesting like uh, Trump and stuff. Like you ever see like the witches that protest Trump and... They dress as witches. Yeah, like all black shit. That's them. So they're mostly like an ideology, but they're not actual devil worshippers because they don't actually believe in the devil. 
But Church of Satan, they kind of do believe in <laughs> Church of Satan is about that life. I'm just trying to imagine being around a nigga that like openly admits that he worships Satan. Yeah. I'd be like, it is my time to go. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute. That's the one thing I'm not fucking with. I ain't I don't fuck need with them that. Spirit. <laughs> I don't need them spirits and, and energies around me, my nigga. Um, so uh Church of Satan was founded by Anton LaVey, who was a uh he called himself like the dark one. <laughs> So he uh, was trying to spread the message of uh, Satanism, <laughs> and he started having like uh, were more or less orgies in Hollywood. Hmm. And that kinky cat, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., wound up at a couple of them. He's like, "Yo, I'm fucking with this shit." <laughs> these Shut girls, the fuck are- I ask you to fuck with me. <laughs> He's like, "Man, these girls freaky out here." So Sammy Davis Jr. started showing up at the Church of Satan. Hanging out with Anton LaVey. And uh, he was really interested in Satanism. <laughs> and he even uh, started, to, he tried to have a show about Satanism called Poor Devil. Where it's about like, where he's a lowly uh, demon. And he's trying to get his like wings. So he has to come to earth and he has to convince somebody to sign their soul over to the devil. It's kind of like uh, Max Devlin, the old Bill Cosby movie. It sounds like some uh, fucking, what is the new shit that people are on? Catholicism. No, not Catholicism. Scientology. Scientology. Why did I say Catholicism? That is not new shit. (laughs) You mean the oldest religion in the world? (laughs) The oldest uh, Christian denomination. Forgive in the world? me, I've had three glasses of wine at this point. Oh, um, if there are any Catholics listening, I'm sorry that our co-host <laughs> just compared y'all to Satanism. Please don't uh, keep listening. Please don't uh, be offended by us. It's the wine talking. I don't even know where that came from. I think it just What's rolled. The new shit? It just <laughs> it just rolled off my tongue. I don't even know. That religion is like two thousand years old. <laughs> Sheesh. But yeah, uh, so. Apparently in that show, it was a lot of uh, references to like Satanism, and they used signs, including the pitchfork. I mean, the uh, devil signs, and a lot of approved Satanist shit. And of course, naturally, it didn't get picked up because people were like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> but yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. Satanist. Sorry, that was me. You should get me talking about uh, Satan. <laughs> no, um, I got us talking about our diary, your diary. <laughs> and then, uh, what was it? Well, yeah, that nigga was a Satan worshiper. That shit's wild. Like, ima- like, so Eddie Murphy was young then, but Sammy Davis Jr. was like the nigga. So, like, imagine, like, if you went somewhere, <laughs> like, if I met Barack Obama, he was like, you know what? Dennis, I've been studying the Baphomet, and I'm getting down with the Satanists. <laughs> and I would like to introduce you to the church of Satan. Like, did President Obama just try to get me no. to be <laughs> a, a devil worshiper? <laughs> me and Michelle have been going to the meetings, and we have thought about it, and we want to bring you along. <laughs> like, uh, Mr. President, I'm sorry, I can't rock with no Satan and shit. 
just think about it. It's gonna uh, it's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna learn about the dark forces, and you'll be able to use it into your letter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good Obama impression. It was a pretty good Obama impression. Yeah, your boy is sick. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> That was a good one, my nigga. That was a good one. But yeah, I think we have a well-rounded episode. Hell yeah, it was a good one. I missed, I missed it. I don't know why I feel like I've been gone for like two weeks. It does seem like our episodes are more spaced out. What's happening? Are we just having a lot of shit happening in between, or like? I think we're able to pull out stuff from our lives and actually be like, okay, we're gonna put this. I gotta remember to say this. I gotta remember to say that. And then also, we're both taking notes and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. I gotta finish decorating here. It's so, coming together. Yeah. I still really think that we need all black chalkboard paint so we could just like draw, so it could just look like a Basquiat wall in here. It's a bunch of like hieroglyphics and shit on the wall. You know what I always wanted? Like when I saw Black Panther and Siri, I mean, uh, Shiri's uh, lab. Oh, yeah. The way they had the spray painted uh, African art. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. Or do like all black paint, but then um, like black light paint on top of it. Yeah. And have a black light in here sometimes. <laughs> Gonna make this shit a rave. Like <laughs> shine it on some certain shit. You are drunk. God damn. <laughs> red wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> oh my God, that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. That was dope. All right, that's the end. <laughs> Good shit, my nigga. Good shit. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Jeeps. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.